0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Burning Question series by Fantasy Football Scout. It is good to be back with my good friend, Harry, and co-host. Uh, it's been a while, Harry. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Yeah, good, thank you. Nice to be back, the two of us. Uh, yeah, it's good. Nice to be here. I've got a lot to talk about this week, and you're on Wildcard as well. So should be a good pod.
0: Yeah, excited. Uh, By the way, um, if the volume seems to be off, please let us know in the chat. If the volume's okay, you don't need to comment. Uh, I have a new mic that I'm still trying to figure out. Um, So apologies for the slight delay for the YouTube listeners, uh, for the pod listeners. Uh, Welcome back to Burning Questions. It's an exciting week for me. I am on wildcard. It is quite early in, in the week, so I don't know how your tinkering process works, Harry, but. Uh, I started tinkering since yesterday, and, and I think anybody that hasn't tinkered yet with Wildcard Ten are going to run into a lot of budget problems. I mean, we've we've lost so much value against you Game Week Wild Wildcard Eighters, uh, so it's a big worry for me. But uh, happy to discuss it with you and and get your feedback on it as well. So, yeah.
1: Oh cool, yeah, no. I was a, when I played mine two weeks ago the Saturday night. Um, I made about six or so transfers. I'd actually been out for dinner and drinks for one of my friends birthdays and I got home and saw my team on a big red arrow and I was like I've had enough of this and played it. It was the right decision in the end, but yeah, game price rises early is very key. Particularly the longer you wait playing your wild card because you're already going to be behind in terms of team value.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, so first of all, we have our teams up here on the left. You have Harry's team which was on a wild card 8, hence you can see the guys of Bowen. Congratulations, by the way, and uh, walk-ins, cash as well, uh, as well as the the big the big guy in Salah, and you can see my team on the right. I think, I mean, let's let's first assess you, wildcard card aiders versus uh, us non wildcard card aiders in the last two game mm. weeks, because I did game rank definitely, but I should have gained way more rank compared to um, what I expected because the likes of these template picks in game week eight. Wildcard also did very, very well. And a lot of a lot of non wildcarders also lost a lot of rank if you didn't have Sterling in game week nine uh, or game week eight, if you didn't have um, Mbuemo in game week nine, for example. So it's these little differences. And then the, obviously the non Holland uh, people have obviously wildcarded Salah and done exceptionally well. And so, congr- yeah. FPL Pig, for example, shout out FPL Pig uh, went to no Holland and did really, really well. So Lots of little variations that could have made huge differences in swings, and, yep. and the variance was tough. Let's 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 not kid ourselves, but uh, yeah, talk to me about what you think uh, of the two different directions that people went.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm still very happy when I look at my team and the wild card draft that I've put together. Like, I, I've got two, three transfers this week, and we'll talk about it. I just don't see very much that I particularly want to do. Last week was a really good week for it, particularly because I captain Salah. Um, and if I look at it again this week, if I make that decision again, and I captain Salah over Haaland, then I'm flying again. Mm. I'm at the time recording. I'm on a small red arrow with three to play. I basically need not them all to blank, like one return against Fulham from any three of them. And I'll get a green arrow, which is fine. I, you know, there are a couple of things this week, which have gone against me. And you just have to accept that sometimes like that like Alvarez's goal, uh, like I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and complain about players I don't have. But like the Alvarez goal, where he mishits it and like he scores, like fair enough, these things happen. Like Trippier again, Trippier is a big one, but like he passes it to Murphy, Murphy tries to cross it and it loops in in the back post, and then the Salah one where I did decided not to captain Salah and Salah gets a penalty and scores a 94th minute counter Like these things, the three things that could have gone wrong for me this week did all go wrong. And they I feel like they all went wrong in a way that's a little bit like annoying. Like it's not trivia putting in <laughs> cross after cross yeah. and getting it. It's not Alvarez like being really focal and, you know, getting lots of chances. It's not Salah scoring great goals from open play. It's little it's little things like this that like Fair enough. Like these things have gone against me this week. I still look at my team and I'm still very happy with it. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, starting from one of the three tonight, get me another green arrow, two green arrows. Um, yeah. I mean, they saying in the chat about the bow and goal. I, hands up. I, I was put just Twitter, about to am, say that. I was I, just about
0: to shut you down, Harry.
1: <laughs> I'm very, I, I tweeted on Twitter. I was very surprised. As well as the solid I, pens.
0: I, as well as the solo pens, you know, as a non owner. Yeah. Um, uh, regardless, regardless, I get it. Yeah, I get your frustration. Mm.
1: The the bow and I was very surprised that stood, but yeah, yeah. Here we are.
0: So uh, so the point I was trying to make, Harry, is that it. I feel like I should have gained more than um the points I got, and I think you must feel the same way as a wildcarder as well. Not so much.
1: Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Do I do I feel like I should have? Yeah, I maybe feel like I should have gained more rank. Than I have done, but I've gone from 1.5 million to 500k in two weeks, which I cannot complain at, sure. at all. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sat with a team that I think competes very well with wildcarders. Yeah. My squad value is really strong, yeah. and it's actually pretty strong even compared to other people who wildcarded the same week as me. So I feel like I'm still in a pretty happy place with my team. Maybe I should have, you know, there's a little few things there that went for me, some went against. So i'm still pretty happy with the team i built there's not much i really want to change
0: yeah definitely i think that's the key uh when you just said value because um now i totally sort of see why people i mean i did see it in game week 8 as well but there's just a few differences between a wild card 8 and wildcard 10 but we've lost so much value on guys and maybe that back yeah. you know comes to hurt us or haunt us down the line, especially when we have to play our free hits and other chips as well. But I can already feel the effects of it in wildcard 10. So um, I my budget is like, let's call it decent or below average, I would say, you know, it was it was good. But then I think I lost a lot of value in the last two game weeks. So um, we're going to sort of assess sort of, this is a wildcard special. So this is specifically for wildcard 10ers. But as we talk about wildcard 10, for those that are non, not on wildcard or have played it or have saved it it can also apply to you as well so hopefully this episode sort of helps everyone is is uh, yeah. the intention so right off the bat um, i just want to show this is sort of overall chip usage i believe um and looks like 34 have played the wild card i expect this number to increase drastically this week maybe past 50 percent 60 percent potentially um, and then there's other, also other alternative ways to play the game. And you can wildcard. And I think game week 14 is a decent period. Game week 18, 19 after the free hit is a decent period as well. So uh, you can't play it in 19, right?
1: No, 19 is the last week you Less, can't play. You can play, last going week. In, you can play it going into 19, 19 you can't yeah. play it after 19.
0: Correct, correct. So that, uh, So there's two other alternative slots. I see 14 or 19, mm-hmm. right before 19. Um, but besides that, I think game week 10 is going to be probably the most popular yeah. wildcard territory.
1: Um, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, these are just, numbers I was surprised that this number mm-hmm. was, I, I'm surprised that this was this low, actually. Yeah, me I'm too. surprised mm-hmm. that is this overall, it wasn't because I know live FPL do overall and top overall usage. Is it, is it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I was surprised that it was only 35%.
0: Yeah, yeah. You expected it to be higher. I thought
1: more, I expected it to be higher. Yeah. Particularly with the amount of people who get bored early on and play their wild card. Um, I I imagine after after this week, I I like, I imagine it goes up quite a lot, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. I was surprised to see the only, you know, 30% before this week had played it. Um, But yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's massive. After this week, I know you mentioned game week 14. I don't see, uh, to be honest, if you're not playing in game week 10, I think you hold it i mean there will be situations where like certain people's teams need it more than others and you might get injuries or something and that's fine but i think if you don't play it now you hold it to at least game week 16. i don't see many people wildcarding between game weeks te- 11 and 15. yeah
0: yeah good point i mean I, th- basically you can hold your wild card now if you had i think salah i think salah is like the main Key factor of why people need to wildcard because it's not easy to get mm-hmm. to him. I mean, it would be two transfers at the minimum plus potentially three. Yeah. So um, I just can't go any longer without Salah is is the decision I've made yeah. myself. Um, and there's yeah. decent fixture swings. But the, the more tinkering I do, I don't know if I really have an edge against you guys, Harry, if I'm being uh, quite frank. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what you think um, as I present the different options. But first things first, uh, maybe we can first talk about sort of the pros and potentially cons of wildcard 10. I think mostly we talk about the pros. Um, so for me, I thought that, you know, on the other episodes, uh, if you go back to my episode with Seb last week, and even the previous one in Game of Gate that we did, we really go into depth about fixtures. So you could, that is still relevant, I believe, um, if you want to go back to that. But Essentially in a wildcard 10, for those that want to have a simple summary of why why we are wildcarding, is that you have the potential to load up on arsenal, but it's not as easy as it seems because as I've been doing tinkering, yeah. it's hard to fit three in with the budget that I have. So it's, it's not as straightforward as, as you can triple mm-hmm. up an arsenal, okay? The second thing is you can get some Liverpool and Brighton is what I thought, but looking into it this week or today, maybe one to maximum because Estupinen is apparently out till early November which is a week or two out yeah. from here Harry but uh, yeah. you know it's too risky and you're going to lose value on him I believe so that's mm-hmm. a, another factor that I thought was going to help us in game week 10 but I don't think so as much but can you get to Tsimika's Salah and one more Liverpool is a question that many will ask it themselves this week you have the luxury to hop off the three Spurs assets that most likely, everybody has whether you're on wall card eight or not, um, or at least two, right? And then mm-hmm. do you de risk? Let's call it de risking from Villa and Newcastle, who have good fixtures and immediately but tougher fixtures from about 12 onwards. And yeah, Villa is a mixed bag game week nine, they had a tough game, or sorry, game week eight, they had a tough game yesterday, they had a very explosive game, right? So. How, where are we with the Diaby situation? Douglas Lewis now appears to be an option, although I, I felt like he played much deeper. And then the biggest advantage would be to uh, get to the budget enablers that we that we do have, uh, which are yeah. Cole Palmer, yeah. Simikas, guys like Gordon, even McGuire, I know it sounds crazy, 4.2. So th- things like this is basically yeah. what I yeah, see yeah. as the advantage, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, I suppose the thing with the wild card is this week is, I mean, hopefully you got the way most points last week. And I think you were probably hoping that more changed between game week eight and game week 10 than has changed. A lot of the players are still the same, mm-hmm. not necessarily because they've performed, but just because the fixtures are still there. A lot of us went early on some of the assets like West Ham, Villa, because of the fixtures they've got coming up. So the landscape actually isn't massively different to how it was in game week eight. But as you say, there are certain players which can allow you to do things like Cole Palmer, like Simicast, which if you're a in game week eight, you would not have owned, which you might wanna own now. So there are ways that you can steal an advantage now. Maybe it's less than you hoped for when we wildcarded in game week eight.
0: Yeah, but you see, even there, Harry, like Cole Palmer with these tough fixtures, yes, I get the rotation with uh, Gehi, and we'll, we'll get into that. You can sort of rotate Gehi, and basically, if you have Cole Palmer, you need Gehi, I believe, right? Because I just don't trust him as my seventh attacker, um, but he's a placeholder for you know, game week 16 to 21, where in Chelsea's fixtures get amazing. Um, so these budget enab- enablers don't like instill super confidence in me because even like guys like Gordon, who are more expensive, is great yeah. and he's the third highest scoring midfielder actually since game week five. But his fixtures get tough, you know. And I know their xGs high. I know Newcastle's amazing, but you know slots like that, uh, you know, I have question. I have question marks for. So uh, yeah. it's it's it, again the value is just dropped Im- immensely. Is the is what I've been feeling as I've been tinkering. Uh, Before we get into the first draft, I just want to mention a couple of budget enablers specifically for the podcast listeners as well. Simikas, Gehi, Harry Maguire in the defense. Maguire, very short term, but 4.2, if you really need the funds. Midfielder, I would say Suchek has appeared. Gordon, Neto, Palmer, Douglas-Louise, I'm probably a missing couple. Uh, please feel free to comment so that's about it that's about it in terms yeah. of budget enablers
1: the only other one is LaSalle's. um there you go because it does it doesn't sound like we're gonna see botman probably before the next international break mm-hmm. he might he might play game week twelve but I would wonder if they won't rush him for that given it's Bournemouth um so that would give you know, Wolves away, Arsenal at home, Bournemouth away. He's three point nine as well. Okay. I'd probably prefer that to Maguire, but yeah, I suppose you have a you have the risk of course, Botman coming back. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I forgot to mention Taylor as well. I think he's going to be in pretty much everyone's yeah three point nine defender. That's starting. He's starting, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I so. mean, he does play for for Burnley. <laughs> is the only thing who are conceding goals for like absolute fun at the moment yeah um so yeah i mean he's there because he's 4.9 but yeah the only the only thing to to say about taylor is if he's still got his spot in game week 18 which is the blank game week he has fulham away which if worst comes to the worst at least you have a decent enough fixture for him if you had to play him that week
0: Oh, actually, very good uh, shout as well. Uh, Adingra, right? Is that how you spell it? Yes. Saying, yeah, yeah. Who apparently Marsh is out as well. So he has mm. the potential to be starting in the immediate fixtures. So maybe yes. an option. But is he worth the downgrade in funds from Matoma, would you say? Like, uh, can he cover what Matoma does?
1: Can he cover? Well, I, I find it hard to answer. Matoma, I definitely feel like is the best one to go for. Mm -hmm. But I also quite like Anzu Fatty at the very similar price who's playing number 10 as well. I I just, I can't answer the question of how many minutes I think they're all going to play. That is why I continue to think I will not own any of them just because if we look at their fixtures over the next four, they play, so it's Fulham, Everton, Sheffield United, Forest, and then they play Chelsea away. Then it's Brentford and Burnley. Like the next... Seven weeks at night, nice, but what, are they going to play four or five of them? Like, mm-hmm. I think if you get five of the seven starts, you've done, like, well. Yeah. And then I look at players elsewhere who will play seven out of the next seven. So do I think the upside of Brighton scoring more goals than all those other teams that I'm considering buying players for is worth the gamble? I don't know. That's why a dingery becomes quite appealing, because you're not investing so much, so the risk is less yeah, than yeah. with Matoma and with Azufati. Yes. I, I do have a route that I could end up with a dinguri in my team mm-hmm. as a sort of placeholder until Cole Palmer's fixtures get better, but um it is something I'm considering. We'll see. I do think he's one worth looking at. Again, let's see who lines up for them on Thursday evening as well, because they are bottom, they are rock bottom of their European group, right? So they have to win their European games. They can't be like Villa and rotate their team in Europe. They have to win all their games now if they want to get through the group, which is another added concern.
0: Yeah. So you just think heavy rotation is on the horizon.
1: Yeah. I just look at some of the others and I think, do I want to take the risk on Matoma or do I want to buy someone else at around that price? Do I want to go for a Gordon or a Neto or do I want to take the risk on Matoma? Mm. if i knew matoma played every week great i suppose the threshold is what percent of games do i think he needs to play for him to be a better option than those others And i don't i just not certain that he meets that threshold at the moment
0: yeah yeah good points um okay so let's begin um, basically what we have here today for you guys is four different drafts and then we get to our bus teams at the end so you know, usually when we do burning questions, we talk about fixtures, we talk about data, we talk about teams or specific players, but because it's a wildcard special, I thought it's just yeah. better to sort of show drafts and talk about the players and teams as we talk about the different options that uh, we present to you. So. What we're what basically this is these four drafts are based on my team value, which is definitely lower than Harry's, who wildcarded in game week eight. Uh, and again, as I, as I mentioned to you guys, my walk my value is sort of I would say average or below average, I think around there. Um, so it's a good if you have more budget than me, then great, you have more options. If you don't, um, then maybe you can uh, sort of follow this path of how I've been tinkering. First things here is a like unlimited budget type of draft. So this is not affordable um, by any by any means. I don't think for anybody, literally. So why I presented this is, I want to show kind of what the key players that people want in wildcard 10, but you can't have them all Is sort of the, you know, wildcard fa- uh, FPL phase that we always use, right? So uh, first things first, Harry, would you agree with me that Ariola and Turner are the no-brainer keeper standouts?
1: So, I messaged we were talking about this yesterday and I said, Do we need to do keepers because surely it's just Ariola and Turner? And as a result, I went and put a tweet out and I got (laughs) a lot of replies telling me that it's probably it like they would go with something different, which I was quite surprised by. But who? The main couple were Leno, if you have the money over Turner, he rotates much better with Ariola than than Turner does, but he's up to four point seven million now. Mm Mm-hmm. The other thing is, do you need Turner? Do you just go with someone cheaper? But because most of us own Turner at 4 million, you're only saving 0.1 there. So I do think it is worth, in case he keeps his place, there's always, oh, he might lose his place, he might lose his place. But it hasn't happened yet. So, Ariola for me, is like a no-brainer. It's just what you do with the other spot. If you have loads of budget, then it's probably Leno. He rotates the best there. But... Ariola's data is actually not that great he makes a lot of saves um i think he's had a save point in every match so far this season uh so i do really like him it's just what you do with the second spot but if i was on wild card i would go probably turner there's some saying flecken some saying leno those are the other two if you have the budget that i would consider going with but I, I want to play Ariola most weeks, so I would probably just keep Turner.
0: Okay, cool. I agree with you. I I mean, I considered, I didn't consider Leno. I considered Raya for a second, but he had a you know sort of a howler uh, of a game, and um, with Champions League around the corner, maybe there's rotation with Ramsell, maybe not. I don't know what Arteta's sort of vision is with the keeper situation, but I just think Ariola. Would... Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I would. I would not go with Raya. Yeah, I'm watching him in the past. The City game yeah. and then the Chelsea game, yeah. I would definitely not be owning him. Enough individual errors in exactly. those games, yeah. and just he just looks nervous. Yeah,
0: pressure is on. He
1: just, yeah. yeah, he looks like a keeper playing under pressure, exactly. and that is not what you want when you have a Ramsdale as a backup. So, I would never take the risk on 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 Ryan now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't say hundred percent. I wouldn't take the risk, but I agree with you. It, there's something underlying here right he moved to a bigger club he's got Ramsdale in the background there's tons of pressure on him i mean they're trying to win the league right so i do agree with you there's too many individual errors for me to be fully convinced that there's no chance he loses his spot and and also he's expensive right um and for That's, us yeah
1: mm-hmm. go ahead it's often often you pick a keeper because they're the cheapest route into the defense that you want to buy into and we have a a defender who is cheaper than Raya and, okay, might not be 100% nailed as we've seen so far this season, but there's enough that, you know, Raya, Raya plus, you'd have to go for a 4.0 defender is equal to Ariolo and Gabriel, and it just screams which is a better option.
0: Yeah, agree. Yeah, and, and so just just to convince you guys on why I think Ariolo is a good keeper option, forget about team budget and all that, Uh, It's that West Ham were bottom of the fixture ticker from game weeks one through nine And now their fixtures get really good and you know with the keepers Let's just play the fixtures and it's hard hard to predict clean sheets anyway So might as well, you know, hope that they get some clean sheets in the in the easier fixtures And maybe Mm -hmm. that's the reason why his data wasn't that good Harry Uh, because again They were the bottom of the fixture tickers from game weeks one through nine and that's about to yeah. turn. And Turner rotates really well with Areola. I mean, he, you're not going to play Turner too much, but I think it's game weeks maybe 14 and 19. There's two slots where you could potentially play him. One for sure. I think it's game week 14, uh, possibly. But besides yeah. that, you just keep playing Areola, and hopefully another keeper transfer you uh, you know extra transfer you have um, shows up in, in due time. So yeah. So let's just leave the keeper discussion there and all the drafts that we present to you will have Ariel and Turner. Yeah. So again, this uh, for those joining, this draft up here is, uh, we're gonna work backwards. This is a unlimited budget draft. If you had super unlimited money, of course you could get more expensive players, but in the spectrum of Walker 10 sort of picks that people are considering is is the point, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, in defense, the popular ones seem to be Cash, Trippier, big big question mark. Uh, Simic seems to be in most people's draft just because he's going to be starting and um, and affordable. Then there's Gabriel or Saliba or double up defense, which is very hard to get to. Um, and then you've got Taylor as your fifth defender at a super cheap price of three point nine and starting. In the midfield, I've included the likes of Saka, Salah as the first two picks that I think most people would go to. Then it becomes sort of iffy. I wanted to keep Sun, so I just kept Sun in there. It could be Maddow as well. Then there's Bowen, Mitoma, and then sort of you trickle down to uh, Gordon, Palmer. Uh, and then if you want to be a little different, you can go double Arsenal dip in midfield, for example, and keep Martinelli and um, Odegaard alongside the likes of Saka. And then up top, I just think Watkins and Holland are, are just set for now. I, I mean, I was super scared yesterday uh, because I, I got a rank kill by Watkins, but he could have absolutely gone ham um, as well. So um, for me, I think Watkins mm. is a lock as well. So this is sort of the template, template, unlimited budget sort of draft that most people want in Game Week 10. Um, would you say anything's different here or add anything to it, Harry?
1: No. I Just to have a discussion on a a few of those players. So the first one, as people are saying in the chat, Simakas, right? He came off after 61 minutes at the weekend. Does that cause any concern to us? Is it because actually he just lacks a little bit of match fitness? He hasn't played very many minutes, so they don't want to rush him back into 90 minutes. Or does that concern us that he's going to want to start Simakas in every game and take him off as soon as he feels like he can't run anymore no no
0: yeah go ahead go ahead sorry
1: uh, no that was all on Simicast, so go with him first
0: no i think it was uh it was game state i i was watching the game um something happened for him to come off i my memory is shot right now but um there there was a reason why he came off in the 61st minute i believe right okay if there's anyone in the chat please help because there there there's something that happened in that game that led to him coming off early. That led to Klopp making a switch early. I think it was a red card on... Everton had a red card. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, correct. So I think he wanted to get attacked. They, they wanted to attack more, so I think Klopp made a tactical switch. I don't think it was a uh, injury minutes or build him up type of issue, Harry.
1: Interesting, hang on, let me just get this up then. So he came off
0: Sixty-one. Yeah, uh, there was a red card. Ashley Cole, Ashley Young,
1: but uh, C- Ashley Young came off after got sent off after thirty-seven minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, fair enough. But who Yeah.
0: I mean, think about it. He gets sent off the thirty-seventh minute. They they have eleven men against ten. You know, they don't want to. Club probably doesn't yeah. want to attack too early. So sixty-one minutes seem sixty minutes seems like okay. Now let's attack for the last thirty minutes. Is my sort of yeah. thinking. Yeah,
1: it's true because he didn't he also didn't come off but it wasn't joe gomez who came on that's mm. if if it was gomez that came on that's when i would be concerned mm. but he brought on he took off canate for matip because canate should have been sent off he brought on elliot uh for gravenbirch and then brought on darwin for simakas or whichever of those two midfielders so he brought on an extra attacker so yeah it probably is game state yeah, yeah. cool the other one that people are questioning in the chat is Gabriel. Mm-hmm. He has been great for them since he's come back into the team. Mm-hmm. Do you expect, do you worry about it happening again as we saw at the start of the season? He has been really good. Mm-hmm. But everyone said, well, he's back in the team because Zinchenko's back in the team. Zinchenko got hooked at half time against Chelsea. Is there any concern? about him
0: very slight concern but i think they've just i think it, the very first two games or three games where gabriel was benched was a little bit more experimental to cater to havertz uh, and now with jesus sort of firmly as a number nine i do think that arteta realizes that gabriel plus saliba combo works better than him trying to do that three-back situation there yeah. but again he said in an interview early in the season that the reason he took gabriel off is because of the opponent which could be true right and with european fixtures as well i wouldn't be surprised if you get an odd benching here and there so maybe Saliba is the more safer pick but again it's not affordable for wildcard tenors
1: yeah i mean people in the chat saying there's lots of reasons why gabriel didn't start it's just i suppose if it is easier fixtures and they wanna control the game, the fixtures they got coming up that we're buying them for are the ones that that could potentially happen in, right? I, I bought him and I understand the risk, mm. but I think I think it's, if you have the money, I would I would buy Saliba because I think it's not yeah. worth the risk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair point. Um, okay, so again, this, this is the uh, unlimited budget draft within the spectrum of our uh, wildcard 10 popular picks that people want. So this is not affordable to yeah. anybody, uh, just, to, just to clarify that. So again, we're working backwards. If this is the team that if I had the money I would want, what can I do uh, with the different sort of options? And mm-hmm. uh, if you think about like sort of a drawing a graph and you have at the top like the ideal team that you want, you can yeah. go down and the first thing could be, okay, let's take out Trippier. And then there's like 18, 000, like 18 different permutations of how you can get a draft without per, yeah. without Trippier. So this is not the answer or textbook answer that you guys are seeking, but sort of my thinking, and you can mix around different players to cater to these uh, different types of drafts. Um, yeah. And then you decide which works for you according to your budget, right? So that's the idea here. Mm-hmm
1: out of interest do you know how short this draft was of money
0: uh like four million or something like that yeah oh wow okay so you there's no chance you can afford it Mm. yeah yeah even i think if even if wildcard eighters tried i don't think they could yeah no okay so here's the first sort of permutation or what's the right word first change that we're going we're getting into which is um keeping tripier so let's talk about tripier um I know you're very opinionated on him so so talk to me because i have had him for four, five, four, three, four five weeks now and he's been a blessing uh to my yeah. fpl team yeah
1: so uh, i i'm opinionated on trippier that i think he's a great asset that i can't own basically it is where i stand on it um their defensive fixtures are sort of coming a little bit to an end but that doesn't mean Trippier is a bad asset. It just means Newcastle defence is slightly less appealing. But it still means that Trippier has the same value over the likes of Burn, over the likes of Botman when he's back and Shaw. He still has the same value on top of them because he still has the attacking threat there. I just... He has six assists so far this season from 3XA. If he hadn't have got... Um, I think I think the assist... So, like, the assist last week, where he tackled and Almond scored, and the assist this week. If he didn't get those two assists, people, I'm not sure, would be owning him on wildcard. People would think it's an acceptable way to get off. However, because he's got those two assists, it's then led him to go and get maximum bonus points in, I think, both of those... Oh, he got two at the weekend and two last weekend. And 16 points in those two games makes him makes him very very appealing as a result i think he's a great asset the data he's putting up over the past four or five weeks is great but i think simicas is another reason why i think it's acceptable not to own him because you can now own a defense which is cash simicas an Arsenal defender gabrielle and burn for example those five and you're spending one and a half million less than if you bought Trippier and a, four point, a 4.0 a defender. So I just think there's enough ways for me to combat Trippier over the next few weeks. And it, just, it just hasn't gone well right so far, but I feel like it will.
0: Very, very fair points. I think uh, that's the thing psychologically I'm struggling with because uh, he's been so good to me. It's like, how can I get rid of a player that's been basically saving you know, a good chunk of my season so far, right? And um, while I do agree with you, Harry, that he's been lucky in some ways, the counter argument to that, um, in in my opinion, is that he's also very, very involved and super attacking and Newcastle look just amazing fixture-proof against any team is the thing thing that I'm wrestling with um, because yes, their fixtures get tough, but to go without a Newcastle asset Uh, seems very very odd to me um uh, at least in in my head is is what i'm struggling with yeah so yeah anyways yeah i
1: suppose Um, i suppose just because you don't go with Trippier doesn't mean you have to go with mm burn there are enough other good defenders that you could pick at the moment that means you don't have to go with him i understand why psychologically if you don't go Trippier, you want to cover that newcastle defense but I'm not sure I'll start my Newcastle defender this week. So, yeah. It's it's probably the hard... I think it probably is the single hardest decision on wildcard this week.
0: Definitely. And it was
1: was two weeks away, two weeks ago as well. So, uh, yeah.
0: So, Newcastle have Wolves, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Man United, Everton, Tottenham in the next six game weeks, seven game weeks. If you did not go with Trippier you would say it's okay to just forget about Char, Burn,
1: Batman. You, you can definitely go with him. Mm-hmm. You can definitely go with, with a burn, and I probably would. But I don't think it's unreasonable to go without him. Mm-hmm. I think the key thing with Trippier is, is, well, is Cole Palmer or Adingra. I think if you're going Trippier, and you kind of need one of those two in your midfield, which is why I probably will not own Trippier until game week, Their fixtures from game week 16 or so start to get a little bit better, which is when the Chelsea fixtures look really good. So you can easily go then Cole Palmer and Trippier. It is very affordable then because Cole Palmer's fixtures are great. Whereas now people are like, I don't want to play Cole Palmer every week because the fixtures are not there, which I completely understand. So, yeah, yeah. it's just the the lack of option for me to free up the money to go and buy him Mm. at the moment
0: yeah sorry I... there's
1: someone there's someone at my door i will be 37 oh yeah go
0: ahead. Go ahead. go ahead go ahead go Yeah, yeah 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 just hold four. Four. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> okay so wow solo first time solo in my life um so for those joining once again this is a trippier draft that we work backwards from um the core players that we all want are Trippier, Saka, Sala, Sun, Watkins, and Holland in a ideal Walker 10 draft, but unfortunately that's unaffordable. So here if we if I wanted to include Tripier, I think the easiest way would be to let Sun go. But Sun would become Palmer in order to afford the other people in the draft. And there's issues with this draft, why? Because Spurs still have a decent fixture in game week 10. Um, so there's no Mado, there's no Udogi, there's no Sun for you. Um, so that's kind of the way I got to this trip year draft. Again, there's different ways to get to this trip year draft as well. Wow, this solo stuff is hard. I don't know how this guy does it on a daily basis, but, yeah, let's sort of uh, wait till he comes back before I move on. Uh oh, yes, he's back. I think you're muted sign
1: for some, had to sign for something, sorry,
0: yeah, I don't know how you do that. that was tough <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just telling everybody right. that to get to a trippier draft, what I did was essentially sun to Palmer, and then yeah. if you have Palmer, my advice would be to somehow fit in Gehe because Palmer and Gehe rotate well, and I just don't trust Palmer as. Uh, my seventh attacking option on a weekly basis, so I do want to play the fixtures that rotate well with Gay. Is the only other thing I would add to the draft like this. um But you know, in order to yeah. afford Trippier, you basically have to let one of the core guys go in Trippier, Saka, Salah, Son, Sala, Watkins, or Holland.
1: Yeah. Well, this is it, and I was like, well, I'm taking on Trippier every week, but if I own Trippier, then I'm taking on Son every week. Like it's. <laughs> That you've got to pick one of those assets that you just don't go with. This draft is basically the same draft as I put together without um with Trippier in, and you have no Spurs in it. This that is then what concerns yeah, me. Is you're taking on mm-hmm. all of Spurs with this draft, which I, I think I, I hate even more than going against Trippier, yeah. So, yeah, it's a weak, For draft. Me, I th-
0: feel like it's a weak draft. I, I agree with you maddo sunfield fixture proof in many ways and um uh, thank you paul by the way but alex misha um, good to see you alex also says rotating with a six point defender is not optimal i agree with you i don't like the idea of rotating palmer and gay just to fit in you know trippier who as you mentioned might have gotten lucky with the attacking returns have tough fixtures moving forward Uh, but again somewhere in the back of my mind as the someone that got the trip your points in the past couple of weeks it sounds crazy that i'm letting this guy go is is how i feel
1: yeah yeah i just i just look at this draft tonight i think that's probably not where i'd free up the money i just think that midfield just does yeah i just think you're missing too much you're missing out on too much with with palmer in there but palmer has looked really good and as a chelsea fan i have to say he has been very very impressive so yeah yeah yeah, he could continue to do well the fixtures are just very tough
0: yeah yeah if you have palmer instead of the likes of let's say susage susage for example game week 16 you're ahead already right because i think game week Mm -hmm. 16 we're going to want potentially palmer plus colwell plus sterling who knows maybe maybe um you know that's when chelsea are really finding the rhythm and they look like they're having some attacking rhythm as well um recently
1: yeah like it depends it depends what your perception is of palmer whether you like this draft or not if you think Palmer is a good enough option then this draft is like absolutely good enough um he has taken two penalties so he is chelsea's penalty taker um but yeah It's just with those fixtures, whether we think he can continue to do it. But he is focal to everything we are doing at the moment. So I completely get it. In game week uh, 16, when the Chelsea fixtures swing, I'm pretty sure I will do someone to Palmer and I will get Trippio back in my team. I think that is, I just have to know that that's what, like five weeks I'll go without him.
0: Yeah, fair. Okay, a couple of shout outs. Uh, Good to see you guys, Delio. Great to see you once again. Um, I see some familiar names. Russell, good to see you um and everybody just, else in the chat go
1: ahead just a uh, just on a a very good comment from mm-hmm. uh Caldino if we think Adingra is going to play you could do Palmer to Adingra and then you don't have the fixtures worry because when the Brighton fixtures end the Chelsea one starts so you could do Adingra for 5 weeks and then do Adingra to Palmer um
0: that is a great point
1: and then yeah. and then and then you probably don't go Matoma And you probably do something else in that spot. Or you could end up with double Brighton midfielders. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's the way to combat it. And you you go on the Brighton fixtures for the next five, and then you go on the Chelsea fixtures, and you just rotate that cheap midfielder spot at the moment.
0: Okay, great. So um, once again, I'm going to show this, which is the Ideal Walker 10 uh, Unlimited Budget. And what we do here is... The next draft I want to show is lose Trippier, keep Sun draft. So I'm losing Trippier, but I'm keeping Sun. And the reason I did this is because not only do I want Sun, I just think he's fixture proof. But the issue with keeping Sun, and I need to be very objective this week because this is a very long term wildcard that I need to plan and I'm in good rhythm in terms of my FPL game weeks and i just don't want to my bias to affect my decision making harry so uh the re- the issue with keeping sun is that he's nine million which doesn't seem like so different from like eight million maddo but that one yeah. million can go a long long ways uh for us wildcard tenors with very little value so what happens if you do this is um palmer and gay become come in instead of bowen and trippier is the way I presented this draft. Again, you could lose Trippier, keep Sun, and find different ways or permutations to create this draft, but that's sort of where mm. I found my, um, found it best in, in terms of um, this 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 term, this vision, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I to be honest, I like this draft even less. Um, Interesting. I suppose, like, Gabriel, you would start over Gahey. And that's interesting. Just going back to your Trippier draft. Oh, sorry about that. No, but the issue you've got is your defense is so strong this week. It's like you are benching, like, someone really good. If you go Simakas, Cash, Gabrielle, Trippier, Mm -hmm. that's the issue with Trippier as well, particularly this week, is that you are putting a a great defender on your bench, whereas if you go this way, for example, you, you don't need to do that bowen is a key error or a key player missing in this draft for me he is a lock if i was wild card this week there is no chance i would build a wild card without bowen i don't know how much this has in the bank but i would find the money somewhere to do Matoma to bowen i do not want to go into their fixture run without him he is yeah he was very lucky to get his goal yesterday but he is so focal to everything that west ham are doing at the moment um yeah that that's the key thing that stands out matoma and palmer in your midfield and this is it and it was a question we had earlier on and i said we'd talk about it it's the son madison Saka debate that is going on not just for people on wild card, but for people not on wild card as well Is which two of those to own really because with salah you then can't own all the others unless you don't go Haaland, which we will talk about in a minute but you have to then ditch one of saka son and madison and if it is madison that you ditch you are sacrificing elsewhere in your team if it is one of the other two that you ditch you are strengthening the rest of your team this has gone saka son which is probably my favorite as well I do think Son is a better option than Madison. But with your team value, I don't think it's a good idea. Hmm.
0: Well, I didn't know you are this convinced on Bowen. I'm struggling to grasp my mind on Bowen because I think for me, this draft is Son versus Bowen. You know? And I feel like Son has more haul potential in any fixture. But I, I get it. I mean, I think Bowen's... Again, game weeks one through nine, West Ham... Bottom of the fixture ticker, it's about to turn. Bowen, the key talisman. I think he got very lucky goal against Aston Villa. It's not kid ourselves, but yeah, fixtures breed form, and I didn't know you were that convinced on Bowen, yeah.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I just look at those fixtures, and I look how central he is, and I understand that there's a chance that if Antonio drops out and Kudus comes in, I'm pretty sure they put Bowen up front, which yeah makes him an even better asset. So, yeah, I I can't see a wild card draft. But then I suppose you are, you know, if you did, if you if you bought Bowen in here for Matoma, you you probably do Son to Madison. So then it's Son and Matoma versus Bowen and Madison, which I can understand why it's a debate to 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 be had at the moment. Because Son is deaf for me is a better asset than Madison. Madison is consistent. Son is explosive. Explosive. But Son is over a ten-game week period, Son outscores Madison, in my opinion. Um, so I can understand why you why you why you do that. But also, if you if you did the Bowen Madison route, you leave it a lot, enough money in the bank to also do Palmer to a, to an Anthony Gordon or something as well. So if you put that third change in, if you put that third change in there, I think Son down to Madison, Matoma to Bowen, and Palmer to Gordon is yep. is better. Yep. I think.
0: Yeah, uh, this is good. Um I you know just one thing on Sun is that I remember two or three seasons back maybe it was three seasons back um the season where Bale was still around is mm-hmm. he had a he had a good season, right? But it wasn't the Golden Boot season. I think it was the season before or previous to that. Um I was playing very differently where I was just kind of like I was just I just had Sun the entire season, basically, right? I yes. just forgot about kind of... Fi- I didn't care about fixtures because I just wanted him in my team. And then sort of that year after, I switched the way I play. But that season, I had him throughout the entire, like, campaign. And he just... You, you're right. You have him over 10 game-week periods. He will take long. He will find a way. And Spurs are playing well, right? They're playing in a different system. They are they can go top of the league once again this tonight. So uh yeah i just i think we're we shouldn't talk so easily about play the fixtures when it comes to sun and maddo because i really think that they could tick along even through the tough fixtures but Mm -hmm. if it's a like for like comparison between maddo and bowen of course i would go bowen if it's a like for like comparison between sun and bowen then yeah maybe it's a tougher decision but if there's different ways to accommodate, for example, Maddow and Bowen over the likes of Sun and Palmer, then yeah, maybe that's the that's the better combo. But struggling mm-hmm. to let go of Sun and Madow is is what I'm saying, even though that the, even though my bias is there, it's also just a really, really good feeling that I have that I think they're going to continue to tick along.
1: Yeah, it's also good. Of course, they don't have any Europe, which is always a boost, particularly when we come to the latter stages of Champions League, and and people might, you know, need to play strong elevens to to make sure that they're qualifying. So, yeah, I, I still want one Spurs, but their fixtures are more difficult. It is. It's mixed for back. sure. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: They have. Palace away, Chelsea at home, Wolves away, Villa at home, City away, West Ham at home, Newcastle away. Like, that is a difficult run of fixtures. Their easier games of Wolves and Palace are both away from home. Then at home, they play Chelsea, Villa, West Ham, Newcastle. It is a difficult run. So I think this is why most wildcards don't have any Spurs defense in. And I completely get it. And I agree with that. It's just what you do in midfield. But Son has performed in those difficult fixtures so far this season. Yeah. More than Madison has. Madison is forced a little bit to play a little bit deeper when they play against some of these more difficult opposition. He's, he becomes a little bit more of a playmaker at times in those games. So I completely understand why you want Son. Yeah. And I have the same decision for those not on wildcard. I have Son and Madison and I do not have Saka. And I want Saka. Yeah. But... We'll get to that when we talk about my team it's just those little it's just those little things personally if you don't have the team value i do think madison Overson is is a downgrade i'm willing to make yeah and i see bowen as a much better asset than matoma just based off minutes
0: yeah yeah no fair i mean also no game week 10 is a good fixture for spurs crystal palace i feel like it's a decent fixture right so it's tough yeah. has been
1: so mixed mm. so far this season i find it really <laughs> hard to 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 decide whether that is a good fixture or not because like looking at some of their results they've been like at home they've not been bad like they lost one nil to arsenal at home they beat wolves three two they drew nil nil with fulham they drew nil nil with forest they haven't conceded loads of goals at home whereas when you look at their away fixtures they lost 3-1 to villa they drew with brentford they lost four like their home form is not bad but maybe that's fixtures you know at home um i mean
0: while while we're
1: on this and and they play and they play monday friday as well which is not seems really weird that they've done that but of course they want an extra game on the telly Mm -hmm. but why stick a team that doesn't have any europe on a monday and then a friday it just seems bizarre to me but anyway it's not good for someone like Son who might be carrying an injury right three days rest for him
0: Yes, but he did play 90, um, and we'll see. We'll see how many minutes he plays today. Uh, yeah. And you you're making a good point before we went live about you saying um, you'd like to see Spurs get a penalty today just to see who takes it, right? Yeah. Because definitely Maddow might, might take it. Uh, I, I would assume Sun will take it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Maddow takes it. I mean, I, I think we're getting really deep into this Taunton conversation, but might as well, uh, because it is a key issue for Wall carters this week. Let's look at the fixtures, right? Crystal Palace, game week 10, low block team, maybe a better Maddo fixture, but Sun has historically done decent. Um, Then you get Chelsea, which is a great Sun fixture. Then you get Wolves, which is, they're, they're quite attacking, you know, they're quite attacking, but I would still say sort of a lower block team, so potentially could be tough for Sun to score there. Or it could be a good score T- tough, to, tough to assess basically Then you get to 13, Aston Villa Great sun fixture Super high line You get to game week 14, Man City Great sun fixture yeah. Loves to play against Man City Champions League quarterfinals I can remember Since then he's been on to tear against Man City Game week 15, West Ham Great sun fixture I would say And then 16, Newcastle I mean, tough Obviously all of these fixtures are tough right? Spurs could lose all these yeah. games I, I agree with you I mean, I, I agree. I get that. But he Pustakugla has not proven how to break beat the low block, even against Luton. Because if they scored in the first 10 minutes, yes, the game would have been different. But they didn't. And they couldn't figure it out, right? So I just think but they that... Created,
1: uh-huh. But they created the chances to do it. Mm-hmm. They just didn't finish them. They created the chances to beat Luton Right. easily. Mm-hmm. They just... The, the result looks like they didn't. But if you watch that game... The first 10, 15 minutes, they could have been two or three nil up, and then and then this whole narrative Different. of they can't yeah. defeat a low yeah. block is is not there. So okay, fair. Yeah, I would, I wouldn't worry too much about that because I think, and Son was very very focal to that again as well. So yeah, we'll we'll look at it when when you talk about my yeah. team, but I, I Son versus Madison is is a big one, and it I feel like it will continue to to be the same every week. We'll own one of them, and it will be what it will be um yeah yeah this team is nice it's just whether you want is is the for me sacrifices you make on palmer and matoma over bowen and gordon worth son
0: yeah it's a great team but like you just summarized it perfectly you're losing bowen and i the weak link is palmer and Gage. it's a it's a you can cover it you can say palmer is a good option whatever you want to say that he's in place for game week 16 blah 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 it's just a weak link palmer and gay to me are weak links, yeah. i believe but um yeah before we move on to the final draft um i want to ask you about mitoma mixed bag right uh, when it comes to brighton either they do super well yeah. or they struggle i think mitoma's been coming a little deep deep to defend uh, which is not great to see and if he can't dribble past players there's no alternative option for him like his. There is just he's so exceptionally good at dribbling that it's the only way he knows how to play. And if he's there's games where like they he's blocked off from dribbling past players and then he's basically not relevant, right? So yeah, I am sort of struggling with Brighton because or Mitoma because their fixtures are too good to not have even a single player uh, on your team, which is why it hurts that Stupinan is out. But yeah, what's your assessment of Love Matoma, Harry.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm the same a little bit. He he's one of those players that when you watch them, I do worry about his positioning. His positioning is very very wide at times. Now he's a great dribbler, so he can get from that position to a position where he's dangerous. But what I suppose I haven't watched them enough over the past couple of games that to understand. What a man being out does to Matoma's positioning, and I don't know if you've watched it as well, because when I, I I compare it, similar to what we see with Saka and Ben White on the right side of Arsenal, because Ben White doesn't he doesn't overlap very much. Okay. Whereas if you look at Arsenal's left-hand side, Zinchenko often goes wide, allows Martinelli to pull central. Whereas on the right-hand side, Ben White does not do that, which is why we see Saka play so wide at times. When you look at the Brighton side, uh, Estupinan can get wide, which allows Mitoma to come central at times. Sometimes Estupinan goes central. I haven't watched him enough to know what happens while Estupinan is out, but he hasn't got... I don't think he's got returns while Estupinan's been out. But they have had difficult fixtures, but... Or did he get one assist? Let me have a look at Matoma's returns.
0: It makes but, sense though. It makes sense what you're saying. I mean, just two like attacking forces on the left is much scarier than just one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Game Week seven, eight, nine, they did play Villa Liverpool City, but Matoma has a total of five points. And his he's got less he's got naught point seven XG in that and naught point one X A in that time. Mm-hmm. It is difficult fixtures and fixtures do bring form, but I think there is something to be said about Matoma when the Stupenans not in the team. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm struggling with the Matoma one as well. But okay, great. Let's move to. The I would final. rather
1: uh-huh. the, the 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 last thing on Matoma is the issue is is if you if you can't get to Bowen at seven point four or whatever he is now. Matoma looks like the next best option at that price, at under seven million. It's just whether you go to a Gordon and leave the money in the bank, mm. or you, you know, is Matoma a better option than Gordon, right? If you had six point five million, would you buy Matoma or would you buy Gordon and leave a million in the bank? I probably would buy Matoma if I was in that situation.
0: Yeah, but I like Gordon as well. I like Gordon as well. Yeah, so do I. Third, third yeah. highest return since game week five. In for midfielders which is and i just like having a newcastle asset in my team um, as well so yeah Mitoma, one i'm struggling with i don't i don't by no means is he a lock in my team um by any chance Mm. but okay great so um guys uh, thank you for joining us today please do hit the like and subscribe to uh fantasy football scout um what we've been doing today for those listening and joining in now is continuing to show different permutations and different draft versions. This once again is the unlimited budget draft. And then the final draft I want to present to you guys before we get to our my team as well, my wildcard team as well as Harry's team is, this final one is forget sun, keep Mado draft and we'll see what happens. So, so far what we did was keeping Trippier draft. We did lose Trippier, Cape sun draft. And then the final one is Forget Sun, Keep Maddow Draft. And um, all these drafts are based on my budget, which is sort of an average or below average team value, uh, and much worse than the wildcard um, who have gained a lot of value over the last two, or three weeks. And things like getting cash is what really hurts uh, because when how, how, how much was cash when you afforded him, Harry?
1: I think I bought him at 4.9 yeah exactly so for it
0: so i bought him at like i'm if i buy him now it's like he's like 5152 five, you know so
1: yeah 4-8 i bought him for
0: yeah so those stuff makes a big difference um so this one again is the forget sun keep maddo draft uh and what we have what what happens here is that bowen now becomes an option and then basically the midfield just got way
1: better right um yeah for me, this is better. This is the yeah. changes that I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Gordon, Bowen, Madison, for me is 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 better. People in the chat are, are big fans of Matoma. When I know Matoma is playing, I absolutely love him as an asset. I just worry about the minutes that they've got they've got coming up. But this team for me looks looks really strong. This is probably why I would go with the was wild card in this week.
0: Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. um Unfortunately, you can't do Gordon to Matoma. Um, I don't think from, from my budget. Maybe from your budget, you can do it. Um, but Cash, Simikas, Gabriel, great fourth option in Gehe, who have great fixtures moving forward. Taylor, Archer, Bench is pretty much set. Um, and then, yeah, you just, you, it's just a very, very strong overall draft. Obviously, the missing ones are um, Trippier and Sun. Maddo can become... The likes of anybody pretty much when it comes to game weeks 12 or 13 where Spurs fixtures get tougher. Um, So you can hop on the emerging midfielder if you want to keep it flexible and uh, have a price point where you can go down to. So that's sort of the advantages that come with this draft. Um, Earlier on the show, Harry, we were talking about doing sort of uh, how we cannot get to a double Arsenal defense or double Arsenal mid. Is there any potential here where you would fit in a third Arsenal spot?
1: Yeah, you'd do it in place of Madison, wouldn't you? I think, Mm -hmm. because you do Madison to Martinelli, um, as Alex has just asked in the chat as well. That's probably where I would do it if I was going to. That's what I was just looking at. I was looking at his price. Um, Yeah, Madison down to Martinelli is something that I would consider. Because the Arsenal fixtures, you know, Sheffield United, Newcastle, Burnley, Brentford, Wolves, Luton, like they are better. They are definitely better. It's just the Trossard factor. You know, Madison's going to play every week. Yeah. What well, if if Martinelli misses one or two in that six-game week run, then it changes things. How about you our... always have the Trossard factor, and Trossard came on for him the other day and scored. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're going to have that every week. That's the concern. Mm-hmm. Um, but. People in the chat do want Madison to Martinelli in this draft, which I would consider. um, Yeah, I would consider. But it's it's not impossible that Trossard starts against Sheffield United this weekend. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's too rotation risk, I I do think so too. But Martinelli is so explosive.
1: Um, He's so good,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe you don't need him every week. Exactly. Maybe he only needs to play every second week or, you know, three out of four. So I would definitely consider Madison to, to Martinelli. Wait. freeze up money as well
0: if you have Martinelli you need to play him every week there's no chance I would
1: oh him. yeah no for sure mm-hmm. no for sure but you know you run the risk that Arteta benches him I mean
0: right how about defense here is there any way you can fit Saliba in I don't think Zinchenko is an option right just two rotation risk
1: no mm-hmm. especially after the weekend um not I mean I don't know how much this has in the bank probably not very much right mm-hmm. very little so I mean without downgrading one of them, like Gordon again down to Palmer, without downgrading Madison to someone who's not Martinelli. Not really. Yeah. But I'm I'm fine without the double defence. If I was gonna double up on Newcastle, it would be an attack, I think. There's enough other good cheap defenders You mean Arsenal? Arsenal even. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, fair. I think uh I think that was a good sort of practice session let's call it of running through the different drafts um pretty uh hopefully that helped and then let's already at past the hour five minute mark so yeah let's get to it um i'll just finish it off go ahead
1: very quickly Mm. there is one way that you can answer all of your problems (laughs) no and that is by there's the no harlot (laughs) I feel like I feel like we have to cover it, right? Because yeah. if you don't, if you don't have Harland, so for this draft, if you don't have Harland, Gahey goes up to Trippier, and Gordon goes up to Son.
0: Yeah. Sorry, let's go back to it. You mean this draft, right?
1: No, no. If you keep your, the one you just had on, um, you if you have, oh yeah, which like the the last draft you showed, you basically get yeah Gaëlle up to. Trippier. gay up to Trippier, you do gordon up to madison and you do Matoma up to bowen and you do harlan to harlan to alvarez the team looks so nice when you I take know it does them out. look
0: nice yeah
1: you have saka Ma- you, you could even do madison to like martinelli so you have Saka, Son, Salah, Bowen, and then another premium midfielder. You have Watkins and Alvarez. And then in defense, you have Cash, Gabriel, Trippier, Simakas. Like, the team is so nice when you take him out.
0: So why didn't you do it in game week eight, Harry?
1: Because I thought he'd score more points than he has done over the past (laughs) two weeks.
0: (laughs) Um, Do you think he's lacking a bit? Do you think he's, like, not as explosive as the generation talent that we know him to be of or is this I mean, just a patch that non yeah I mean he scored he scored eight
1: points at, mm-hmm. he scored eight points at the weekend right I think the the bigger thing is that Alvarez continues to match him that mm-hmm. is the concern it's not Harland is never a concern for me mm-hmm. if the concern is Alvarez continues to to, to match him
0: yeah it's definitely more spread out the goals in terms of those two than last year, so maybe mm. that's Alvarez is the direct reason why. But let's yeah. let us let us not get ahead of ourselves. Like he could easily do a hat trick this game week, for example, right? So, mm. Mm.
1: so I I, I, yeah. I wouldn't sell him. Yeah, but, but just not my t- the thing is my team value is good enough that I don't need to sell him, and I don't make enough. For me, basically, the only thing that changes is i get trippier i i, I make a, a maybe like a upgrade a, a gordon to a martinelli or something like that but yeah but you also get bowen and like, sun
0: plus you
1: know yeah so mm-hmm. but like i would have them anyway because my team value is good oh, wow. if your team value is not good then i think the reasoning behind it is stronger because it allows you to get you're not sacrificing as as much yeah whereas or you know you're, you're sacrificing more than than I would, yeah, to get him in.
0: Yeah, it would take yeah, well, a lot for me to get there this week. I, I, I don't think I'll end up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, this is true. Like, and if this debate about no Harland isn't happening if if Everton didn't get a red card and Salah didn't score in the ninety seventh minute. It is probably true. It is probably I, true. If if, <laughs> if Salah comes away with a seven point haul, a seven pointer, and Haaland scored, you know, eight. Like we don't have the debate do we i still think yeah. i still think that that he's there united with evans and maguire in defense next week then bournemouth at home yeah i yeah. still think harland is a good asset I mean, it's just I, whether yeah. you, you want to go alvarez instead of him yeah. or with him like you could do matoma to alvarez yeah in all of your draws
0: i mean i felt like sala was possibly going to blank uh until what was it maybe 60 70 minute plus mm.
1: He was and not involved in that game. He
0: was not involved. He was not involved. And as a Holland owner, I was happy I captained him and I thought that Salah would blink. And obviously, he's got to yeah. be... Like, everyone's going to bring Salah in this week and he's not going to get penalties anymore, you know? And and so, yeah, you guys just got the penalties at the right time, I feel. Yeah. But sorry to moan. Uh, this up here is my team, Harry. Uh, my wildcard team that I have right now. Again, very early stages, there's going to be a lot of changes, uh, I think, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's for the reasons that we talked about for the last hour and 10 minutes that, yeah, I'm trying to do everything to keep sun. uh, But I don't like that I don't have Bowen. Um, I do agree with you there. So this is where I'm at right now. Uh, The sun having sun definitely affects sort of the other spots. So I have to assess whether just going Maddow is better but we did read out the fixture tickers and i do believe that he is fixture proof and can haul and i'm just betting on those hauls coming in the next six seven, seven game weeks when his ownership becomes super low so yeah yeah that's that's where i'm at with the, with the team i don't think i need to speak more about my walker draft
1: yeah no i i like it i mm-hmm. uh, i think this team is strong uh, the only thing is is bowen but mm-hmm. you know so, gordon and son versus bowen and madison right that's your decision on this draft really isn't it so correct um the rest of it i i don't imagine you'll change very much between now and the deadline yeah um it's just those you know gordon son yeah i think it's about the same money i imagine you can afford it right gordon son or madison bowen which you prefer so it's pretty close as well
0: Hmm. so we'll see um guys please do hit the like and subscribe to ff scout and that was it for all the wildcard stuff. Um, let's actually get to your team now. And you've been moving up the ranks. You've been doing really well. Great value as well. Uh, two free transfers, I believe you have. Please yeah, read out your team to the say. podcast listeners.
1: Yeah. Let me let me get it up. So I've got Ariolo in goal. My defense at the moment is Cash, Gabriel, Udogi, with Dan Burn first on my bench. Salah captain, Diaby, Bowen, Madison, Son with Haaland and Watkins up front. So, this is kind of what I was saying. My team value here is pretty good, right? So, it allows me to get Haaland without feeling like I massively downgrade my team mm-hmm. elsewhere. Bowen versus Udogi. Sorry, Burn versus Udogi is the first debate that I have this week. I'm going with Udogi at the moment. Um, and I, th- yeah, I imagine it will probably stay that way. Wolves have only failed to score once, but Palace are much better at home than they are away from home. So, not certain on that. The other thing is then, is do I find a way to get Son in? So, uh, sorry, Saka in. I can easily do Son to Saka this week. Or, if I do Madison to Saka, I have to free up the money. Now, the only place that I see myself wanting to free up the money is selling DRB but I don't want to sell DRB before Luton so I could do it next week right and do Madison and DRB to Saka and Gordon next week for example but if I do that next week then I have to find a transfer to make this week and then I don't know what I'm going to do so uh, it's all around watching Spurs tonight deciding in if I want to keep Madison or Son there is a chance that I keep both of them the Spurs fixtures over the next two are Palace away Chelsea at home arsenal play Sheffield united at home newcastle away
0: Mm.
1: i don't think it's clear who scores most points over those next two games so i might end up waiting to game week 12 to get saka and if i wait to game week 12 to buy saka i will most likely sell madison and drb to do it so Mm. yeah that's the plan but if i decide to wait a week then i don't really know what transfer to make because i don't want to sell anyone
0: Yeah, tough position, right? Just there's nothing really you need to do with the team. Um,
1: If if I had one transfer, I'd roll. That's the issue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can you upgrade Udogi maybe? Can you just begin the process of getting rid of your Spurs players? Because eventually you're going to get rid of Udogi, right?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily know who to at the moment.
0: And just play. Like I, I, uh, I see.
1: Why? Right. I could play burn, and that would, like, I'd be fine with that. The other defender that I'm looking at, of course, is Simicast. Like, I could do uh, I could do Udogi to Simicast.
0: Yeah, you should do that. I, I think you should do that. Or even burn to Simicast.
1: Yeah, well, one of those uh-huh. two to Simicast is yeah. probably where I would go if. Um, yeah. yeah That's agree. probably I think, what I, I think, would do.
0: I think you should do that. Just get, because you have the soccer stuff in the back of your mind just head towards sort of the template that's been forming after wildcard 10 right and you you have you're in a luxury position to do it yeah
1: yeah if we watch tonight and i decide that i i want to keep madison and i'm happy to sell son like if they get a penalty tonight and madison takes it then son to saka i'll probably do but then saka's not even on penalties half the time anyway so but yeah I probably do want to keep Son, and I think if I can use my team value to my advantage and have a midfield that is Son, Saka, Bowen, Salah, with Watkins and Haaland up front. Crazy. Like I think I think I should take that yeah. advantage that oh, I've yeah, got. Oh yeah,
0: that's a huge advantage. And then who would your who would your seventh attacker be? Like seventh. I, I guess
1: downgrade Diaby and I'd play him in and around that price, right? I'd play the Gordon. Gordon, you can get Gordon. I think so. I, well, yeah, I could do yeah. Son. If i do son to sorry no, you yeah keep son. diaby to mm-hmm. yeah diaby to gordon madison to saka i can afford you
0: yeah. and even diaby to mitomo is possible too no okay so it'd be gordon yeah that's an amazing yeah, amazing seven attacking lineup
1: yeah with the features that they've got coming up long term i kind of feel like i wouldn't need to touch it really apart from that diaby spot but i want to give diaby luton like mm-hmm. yeah so that's the plan
0: nice that was great um it helped me a lot so monday it's still monday here um we've got a lot of time till the deadline deadlines on friday i believe so
1: yes it is friday evening deadline so C- don't miss Crystal it guys Palace versus spurs
0: yeah and quick word for the wild carders that have activated just be on top of price changes this week uh, fpl statistics is where i go um, yep. We had a live FPL visual up there as well as all the drafts for, from FPL.team. Um, shout out, Peter. So, yeah, stay on top of price rises. Uh, yesterday, the day before, Simikas rose. Yesterday, Watkins rose. So you don't want to miss out on these uh, point ones, uh, especially with the with our low value. So that was fun. Yep. Um, I hope that helped um, to everybody. Please do again. Mm-hmm. Once again, hit the like button. Subscribe to FF Scout. um Any last words, Harry?
1: No, plug my own. But I will. I've got a wildcard video that's out at nine o'clock <laughs> tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning on my own, which has again for yeah. you, like a a normal draft, like a a no Harlan draft, and then a Harlan and Trippier draft, all in, which yeah. are quite similar to what we've spoken about today. But there are couple of the things like changes that we that we spoke about but no it's good to be back it's nice um it's always good to get your thoughts out in the open um so yeah thanks for another nice pod we'll be back next week
0: yep we'll see you guys next week thank you